Hello and welcome to Tranquil Awakenings with me, Debbie Ison. On today's episode, I'm going to be speaking with Ashley Clay all about his book, The War I Won. We'll be discussing how he went from a cycle of depression and suicidal tendencies to through writing this book, he found a new lease of life, wanting to help and inspire others, making them recognise that life's journey is very worthwhile. So we've only just met, so it's quite interesting. Um, I don't actually know you, and you're the first person I've interviewed that I've never even spoken to before, so I'm quite excited about this. Yeah, I'm very grateful to be here, thank you. So if you'd like to just introduce yourself, like who you are. So my name is Ashley, I'm 21 years old, mm -hmm. um, and last December, on the 9th of December to be more specific, I released my first book titled The War I Won. That's really exciting. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And how I found out about your book was through your mum. Yeah. So your mum's come and done some Reiki training and therapy training with me before. Yes, and yeah. we've become great friends. And she's always spoken so highly of you and about how much you've already achieved in your life. And I think when you released this book, she was so incredibly proud of you, mm. not only for that book release, but also the journey you've had. Yeah, absolutely. And as soon as I saw her post about what you've done, I thought, right, I've got to follow you on Instagram <laughs> and I've got to find out more about this. So what is your book about? So uh, my book is basically, uh, it's based on mental health, more specifically, some of the difficulties I had to go through in the younger years of my life growing up, you know, different sort of times I had to go through, some of the struggles I had to go through. It's not necessarily just based on one sort of aspect of my life. It's, you know, based on a massive range of times. Mm -hmm. You know, times where I felt low, granted, and also times I felt very good. And yeah. it was more it was more of a diary at the start. That's all it kind of started off as. And then what I realised was that I was starting to write in third person and it became not just a necessity for myself, but also the ones around me as well. So almost, to me, it represents something different to everybody. Mm -hmm. For me, it was just a sort of journal and it's what helped me, but for someone else, it could be completely different. That's amazing. So for how long were you doing that before you got to the stage of publishing it? I mean, uh, in truth, it never really started off with the intention as you know right I'm going to write a book this is what I'm going to do it was just more in the days where I did struggle writing was just the method that I turned to a method that I turned to many times before but mm -hmm. it didn't work in those times because the words didn't flow as easy as they did in the times when I knew they needed to come out okay um it was only when I was kind of in the peak of what I was going through that it was just the method that I turned to so, so what made you decide to turn to that method then at that point? It was, it was, it didn't necessarily feel like it was my decision. It okay. almost was my subconscious. I just took out my phone. I went onto my notes, and without even hesitating, I looked down on my screen on my phone screen at the time, and just pages and pages of writing was coming through. Wow! And I remember reading it, and I still say to people to this day. It's almost strange to say because it doesn't feel like I've written the book. Like the words mm -hmm. are mine, they belong to me, but they were given to me from someone else, if that makes sense. That makes absolute sense. And I tend to find that in my journey as a therapist, but also my personal journey. Yeah, absolutely. Because I've dealt with issues, 
but I feel though sometimes when there's a message I want to get out there, whether it's mm. something that I'm saying to my clients or my students or to the wider world, it feels like the words are almost given to me. Absolutely. And they're exactly what needs to be heard at that time. It's the message that I'm meant to share. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's really, it's a really amazing experience to be part of, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a, it's a surreal feeling. I've definitely gained a lot more knowledge about myself and about the world through what I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel as though the main thing I've gained is an identity and a goal of what I'm trying to do. I remember for a long time of my life that was that was the real issue. I didn't know who I was, what I wanted to do, and mm-hmm. you know I know that issue was shared with a lot of people my age. I yeah. think I think from the age of you know seventeen to you know twenty one, whatever, we all go through difficulties in our lives. But I believe that is a time when people really do find themselves. Mm-hmm. It's kind of make it or break it, if you like, and I yeah. think that was the the big sort of reason why I wanted to do it so mm-hmm. that if there was anyone out there which I know there is especially as a result of doing it that they've got something they can turn to if they ever find themselves in the same situation that I was in and I think that's really valuable to have that resource isn't it because I know from my own personal experiences of being mm. a teenager I found it very difficult I found there was lots of challenges yeah and one of the biggest things was I felt so completely isolated and alone mm. with the things I was struggling with and I didn't really have anyone to turn to. Even if I had, I wouldn't have known how to express it. Yeah, how to approach the situation. And I think just knowing that somebody else has gone through something similar can be very reassuring. Yeah, very comforting. Really. And I think also knowing that they've come through. Yeah. So you said, obviously, you've been working on your identity and your goals. Mm. What are your goals? My goals at the minute is to essentially put this message out there that... Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't want it to just be the, the common message that you see. You know, I want this to differentiate from every other message. Okay. Because I believe a lot of when people talk about mental health and, you mm-hmm. know, when people are trying to sell something to someone, I'm not trying to sell my book. I'm not trying to talk about how great I am. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to gain any sort of minute in the spotlight. I don't want people to look at me and think, oh, how great is he? Mm-hmm. I just want to know... Or I want them to know that I can, throughout everything that I've been through, there's so much knowledge I can pass on to people. Yeah. There's so many different methods that I learn, mm-hmm. you know, from others. And, you know, I've, I've gained all this knowledge and I just want to pass it on to someone. Just everyone, anyone who needs anything, mm-hmm. I just want to put across there that I'm not here to take anything away from who they are. Yeah. I don't want nothing else other than the same outcome I had for them. Mm-hmm. But they have to realise that my story and their story will differentiate massively. Yeah. But there'll be so many similarities in that sense. Mm-hmm. And that's the part I want to help them with. That's amazing. And I think yeah. that's what I liked when I looked at your videos on Instagram. You mm. come from a very genuine place. You're wanting to get the message out there that there is that help. There's so many resources and strategies out there. Absolutely. It's just knowing what to do. And mm. I think that's a real gift that you're sharing with others. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, from personal experience, I mean, I've tried lots of different things, you know, therapy, you know, the antidepressants, there's so many different methods, but the main method I found was always the simplest of things, Okay. like um, just taking time for yourself, just simply going on a walk, taking yourself out, change the frequency, change the song, mm-hmm. you know, there's so many different ways you can kind of get in touch with yourself again and ground yourself to what's going on mm-hmm. and you can you can lose yourself sometimes in the past in the future and you're never really present for right now yeah 
And what I want people to realise is now is all we ever get. Mm-hmm. And that's why you want to make as much as you can in this time because tomorrow isn't promised. It's never promised. Mm-hmm. The thing is you hear so many stories about these people who they want to go on and achieve great things and sometimes they lose their way. Yeah. And they don't know what to do. I'm very much an individual who wants nothing more to help as many people out as I can mm-hmm. through any means necessary. And obviously meet like-minded people like yourself. Yeah. And suddenly when you find these people and you have these discussions like today, mm-hmm. you'll gain so much from it. You, yeah. you kind of gain these feelings and these emotions that what you know you're doing is right. Mm-hmm. And it's reassuring. It's comforting, as it you is. say. Yeah, and I think that's why I'm doing this podcast because I'm very fortunate that I know so many people mm. that are amazing and incredible and unique. Yeah, and they all have that similar agenda that they all want to make a positive difference to the world that we live in. They want to help other people. They want to support other people. Yeah, absolutely. they want to learn. They want to heal. They want to grow, not mm. only for themselves but other people. Exactly. And I think, like you say, when we have these conversations, we share knowledge mm. and we learn. And then there's more ways to help more people and to make a bigger difference. Absolutely, it definitely prepare prepares us for what's to come. And mm-hmm. I think these situations and these kind of conversations, they're they're not always easy to have, but they're very easy to have if you're in the right company. Mm-hmm. So if there's people who want the same outcome as, you know, you, like yep. obviously yourself, mm-hmm. like I believe each of us are here for a reason. I've mm-hmm. always believed that. I don't know whether that's through my mum or kind of as I've grown up, the things I've seen. Yeah. But I 100% wholeheartedly believe that all of us have a purpose. I agree. Yeah, some of us find it, some of us don't. But, you know, especially through releasing my book and my story, I feel as though I've found my purpose again. And that's such an indescribable feeling to kind of say that you know why you're here and you know what you've got to do in order to to grow, as you say. Yeah, And I, I think, like you say, that purpose is so essential for well-being. Yeah. And I think often when you get that purpose, and that tends to be something that's beyond yourself. Absolutely. It's something bigger that can really sort of, create a spark of passion and inspiration Mm. but it then gives that momentum to help you heal and grow and learn yeah and I think that's so important and I agree with you I think we're all special I think we're all gifted and unique and we've all got an important purpose exactly but it's going through almost that healing journey in our experiences that we then get to find that purpose and I think the more we can share these different tools and techniques the more we're helping people on their path to get to their purpose whatever it may be And that's a really wonderful and beautiful thing. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's these kind of conversations, especially if I was kind of, you know, the neutral ground and I was listening to a conversation like this, it would inspire me to go on and find someone like-minded to myself to go on and have these same Mm -hmm. conversations because it is hard for people to kind of discover who they are and what they're about. But once they find it, that momentum just grows. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for me personally, as I say, since the release, I've, I found this part of myself that I love to be. I'm not playing a part anymore. I, I know that I want to do good. I know that I'm a good guy. Mm-hmm. All I want to do is help as many people as I can. And I want to be around people like yourself. And there's so many people. There's so many people who have reached out to me. That's amazing. Who are kind of desperate to find their own purpose. And they're asking how I found mine. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, can, I can talk. I can listen. I can give advice. But at the end of the day, they have to be the ones to take those steps. I can't be the ones to take them for them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really important point because all healing ultimately is self-healing. It all comes back to the self and we need to want to make those changes. Mm. 
But as soon as you're ready for that action to take place, you'll then start to find that the right people, the right situation, the right information will come to you. Yes. And that's incredible to be part of. But like you say, it has to come from within. Absolutely. You sometimes miss those signs as well. Mm -hmm. Like, in truth, I, I wasn't always this sort of open-minded. Mm -hmm. But, you know, through the journey and through all the difficulties, I, I genuinely believe that everyone will go through some form of difficulty in their life. Yep. You know, but it's in those times and it's in those times when you make decisions. And it's as a result of those decisions whether you'll, you'll grow as a person or whether you'll stay in the same place that you are. Mm -hmm. Some people struggle to move past from where they are because they can't accept who they are and what they've been through. Yeah. But it takes time. Mm -hmm. Everything takes time, but everything is achievable to get past. Definitely. So, like you said, you experience some difficulties. Can you give a little bit of information as to what sort of things you experience yeah, so that we can give an idea as to where you've come from? Of course. I mean, I I was uh, diagnosed with severe depression and anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was very much an individual who cared a lot about what people thought of him, very much a crowd pleaser. You wouldn't be able to pick out that I was unhappy unless you were very close to me. I mm -hmm. mean... Socially, I was outgoing as anyone could be. I'd, I'd make people laugh. I found it very easy to talk to people, very easy to help people. But the number one person I wanted to help most who I couldn't was me. Yeah. Uh, still to this day, I, I find it extremely hard to help myself. I find it agonisingly easy <laughs> to help anyone else. And, you know, it, it's there's a part in my book and it, it's, it's as though I've been given the greatest healing hand there is, but I'm restricted from using it on myself. Mm -hmm. And it, it's painful at times. Yep. Um, I used to wake up each day. I, I didn't know who I was, as I mentioned. I was, I was really unhappy. I found, I found that every day I just, I just wouldn't want to wake up in the morning and at night I wouldn't want to go to sleep because in truth my mind took over it didn't necessarily feel like I was in control anymore mm -hmm. something or someone kind of took over the wheel for many years and I did things that I in some way regret but at the same time I realized that I had to go through that to get to where I am now yeah um I had all the foundations in the world to be considered a happy man mm -hmm. but yet something was bothering me Okay. I was still unhappy and I had no idea why. Mm -hmm. I remember searching for a reason for so long and I would dumb it down to anything I could find. I almost wanted to just pick out a random reason just so I knew why. Yep. But in the end, I never did find out because it got to a point where I thought, you know what, it doesn't matter why I am how I am. The question is, how can I change how I am? Mm -hmm. And that is exactly where the book started from. And that's how this journey began. That's amazing. And I think that's such a good question as well that you ask yourself. It's that, what can I do to change things? Yeah. And that's so important, isn't it? Because then you start to develop a solution-based mindset. Absolutely. To find those strategies and those answers that are going to help you. Absolutely. It's not always why we are how we are or why we are in the situation we're in. It's how, how are we going to get out of it? Mm -hmm. So where were you then at your lowest point? To be honest, there were many times uh, I'd been at my lowest um, there's many different avenues and roads I've taken. Mm -hmm. um, I can remember many times when you know I, I wished I wasn't here anymore. Yeah. It was 
it felt as though that was the only decision left for me. I've had excruciatingly painful decisions with, you know, my family members, my mum, who you obviously know. Uh, and I remember asking her many times to just let me go and she stuck in there. And I remember the one thing that has stuck with me is she she got tired of the same old conversations and she said, you know what, I'll let you go if you release your book. You've got to do me one favour, you've got to release your book and then I'll let you go. Wow. And then I remember thinking, right, get up. So I got up, I started working, I started going to my regular day-to-day -day job. I'd work eight hours, I'd come home, I'd do another four hours on the book, I'd sleep. I'd do that week in, week out. All that was kind of pushing me through life was get this book and you can go. Get this book and you're done. You've played your part, you can't do nothing more. You can help as many pe people as you can and then you can rest. Mm -hmm. And my mum knew as soon as she said that what she was doing. <laughs> Because as soon as I released it, I found this whole new lease for life again. Mm -hmm. You know, all these opportunities started to present themselves to me in a way that the world was telling me this is what you were supposed to do. Yeah. This is it. You're finally listening. You're finally noticing the little signs. Mm -hmm. You know, those little signs definitely go unnoticed. It's very easy to miss out on those little signs, but you've got to appreciate every single day and look for those little signs that guarantee you that where you are now is where you're supposed to be. Yeah, and I completely agree with that. And I think from some of what you've just told me, I think there's some parallels. So when I was a teenager, I was very, very depressed, very low self-esteem. I just struggled. I felt like almost I'd been, like I was an alien that had been plonked on a random planet and I didn't mm. fit in with anyone or anything. Yeah. And I could socialise and I was academically capable, but I just didn't fit. Yeah. And I just didn't want to be here. And I had such a longing to just almost go home it was like a feeling of I just want to rest I just want to be at peace yeah. I don't belong and I I wanted to end my life lots of times and I had a suicide plan in place mm. and I had one friend that knew all about it so if I ever chose to action it she knew exactly where I'd be exactly what was going to happen exactly how long she would need to leave me before contacting authorities mm. I'm so glad I didn't do that and I didn't go through with it but sometimes that felt like that was the only way out because it felt like I needed to escape myself. Mm. And the only way you could do that was to not be here. And I, But I'm so grateful I went through that because it made me start to reflect on life very differently. And it made me start to realise at some point, I don't want to carry on like this. Mm. I need to do something different for myself. Yeah. And that's when I started to open up to those messages, those signs. And like you say, I think they're all around us. Yeah, I think the universe puts the right people, the right circumstances little symbols and signs on along our path but sometimes when you're in that depression or darkness you don't always notice them absolutely you miss it mm. but yeah. when you sort of then start to think actually i want to do something different yeah. you all of a sudden it's almost like your eyes are opened up and you become aware absolutely and it's you somehow get guided along that right path and i can look back now and i can think i'm very grateful for every experience i've ever had yeah. because it's got me to this point mm. and that experience now can be used to help others absolutely and also i don't feel like that anymore i yeah. haven't felt like that for many many years now i'm really happy i live a wonderful fulfilling life and i think do you know what if i can do that and if you can do that Anyone than can. anyone can yeah it's just getting the right help or support or finding the right information to do that yeah absolutely i mean listening to yourself there like i can i can already tell i'm in the right place i'm in the right company because so much of what you've just said i've experienced 
mm-hmm. and it, it's it's so easy to feel alone when you're like that. It, it, it never made any sense, as I said, why I felt low, but I just I just wanted to sleep all the time. Mm-hmm. I was so lethargic all the time. I'd I'd lost the motivation to kind of live life. Yep. I, I, I didn't want to see what could come. I knew what I was saying goodbye to, and I, I too had a, had a suicide plan. You know, there were there were two occasions where I seriously wanted to take my life, and that was the the route I chose. And you know, the first time I was lucky enough to call a friend for help. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was there in an instant, which shows how much I meant to him. And then the second time, the door was closed to me in a way that. It, it's surreal kind of talking about it because the second time the decision was made for me, mm-hmm. um, the world made it that way. I I wanted to overdose on the antidepressants that I was taking. And, you know, anytime I ever needed any antidepressants, I could get them. Yeah. So I remember going to this field, I sat down, I kind of just took a minute. I wrote all the goodbye messages to every single one of my family. I, I did all of that. I I made sure I left no stone unturned. I headed to where I would normally get my tablets. I says, hi, can I just get my regular dose? He says, we've run out today. You have to come back tomorrow. says, I need them today. I really need them today. I've run out. No, we don't have any. We're really sorry. We'll give you some, but for some reason we don't have any today. We were supposed to get some yesterday, but we didn't. You're going to have to leave. And then remember walking away from that and thinking that's no coincidence mm-hmm. like someone's watching or someone's listening and I remember as the weeks went by I just started to say thank you I was I was very grateful that I, I wasn't in that in, in that place anymore I started mm-hmm. to kind of believe like that door's closed now you've you've done it twice it's not happened mm-hmm. like the the only way you're gonna the only way you can go now is forward yeah like and it was it was so strange mm-hmm. I never had a feeling like that before and kind of listening to you it, it it allows you to kind of remember but just just like you were saying to me a minute ago I don't feel like that anymore mm-hmm. anytime I try to remember those times my mind just subconsciously numbs those feelings it doesn't mm-hmm. allow me to feel that way anymore because I don't need to and I imagine that's the exact same mm-hmm. for you. It's kind of hard. You know, I see all these people holding my book and tell me, I don't know how you got through it. You, you seem like a totally new person now. And I say, I am. I'm a, I'm a completely different person. Mm-hmm. And that's such a surreal feeling. And I think when you look back, like you say, I think you do have that distance almost because you've learned from it and yes. you've grown. But when you're in it at the time, it, that feeling is so all-encompassing mm. and you become consumed by it. Yeah. And any sort of rational, logical thought almost goes by the wayside because mm. you can't escape those feelings and you genuinely feel that that's going to be the best decision not only for you but for everyone and everything. Yeah. But now, coming out of that, I look back and I think, like, how did I even get to that point? Yeah. And I just can't ever imagine being in that scenario again. Mm. And that's probably one of the messages I'd like to get there, out there, that no matter how hopeless you feel things are, there is always hope. Mm. No matter how lost you are, you can always be found and things will get better and they can get better. Absolutely. I've always found it's in the times when you least want to push yourself that it becomes the most important time too. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got so many quotes I live by and, you know, there's, there's so many little routines I take up now and there's so many people who I watch who inspire me 
and I like to think I live my life by that you know there's still days where you struggle of course mm-hmm. there's always going to be days where you struggle but you know looking back from how far I've come like, that inspires me all the more to go twice as far in the next sort of run if you like mm-hmm. and you know having these sort of talks it almost feels like a breath of fresh air yeah to kind of just just release everything that's kind of pent up inside mm-hmm. and then you go at it again because that's all you can do yeah I think one of the things that's helped so many people is for, for me personally is not a lot of people around me knew mm-hmm. um but they still say to me you know you've changed a lot yeah. your mannerisms has changed your whole mentality has changed and again they say you're a whole new person mm-hmm. and I say I am and the one thing that helped me was kind of I, I used to hide what I'd been through, whereas now I just present it. It's almost like I've built up all of this and it's a platform I now stand on. I say, mm-hmm. yeah, I've been through that. Like, this is me. That's what I've been through and this is where I am now. Yeah. Like, people use all their pain and they hide it away and they're ashamed by it. Mm-hmm. But once you begin to kind of use that to your advantage and you start to use all that pain and all that hurt and you stand upon that platform that is yours you'll hold yourself so high mm-hmm. and you'll have so much more respect for yourself as a result from it. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think what you've touched upon there as well is I think there's still very much a taboo. Things are getting better. I think people yeah. are opening up. But this idea of if you're having those difficult emotions, you suppress them, you keep them to yourself, you don't share them mm. because either it's not appropriate or you don't want to burden people or you feel you're going to be judged or whatever it is. Yeah. And I don't think as a society we still talk enough about feelings. I completely Particularly agree. difficult feelings. Like this conversation we're having now. Mm. Talking about feeling suicidal is a taboo subject to talk about. Talking yeah. about your really low points is difficult. We live in this society where things are getting better, but there's a lot of this showing the best version of yourself on your Instagram, your Facebook. Look how wonderful my life is. And it isn't reality and I think the more we can have these dialogues and these conversations it lets people know it's okay they're not on their own that other people go through this and feel like this yeah don't have to stay like it but the more you can talk and the more you can share the more we can work together to shift things yeah no I completely agree I would just advise anyone like let's just be real why why do we have to why do we have to just put the best versions of ourselves out there online and kind of live this dumbed down life where we know we're not like that. Mm-hmm. You know, we always show the best versions of ourselves online because we want to seem attractive. We want to pull people in. But in truth, if you're putting that side of yourself out there and then they meet you and they realise you're nothing like that, <laughs> they're going to be so scared and they're going to go run flying. Yeah. Like for me personally, I always mirrored whoever they wanted me to be. Mm-hmm. You know, especially when it came to relationships and stuff like that. I played the part of whoever they wanted me to be. I didn't care anymore. I didn't know who I was. So I just mm-hmm. played exactly who they wanted me to be. I, I knew who they wanted me to be within five minutes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've, I've gained something unbelievable as a result of what I've done. Mm-hmm. And I cannot express that. And it is the one thing I never thought I'd find as a result of what I did. Mm-hmm. The main thing I wanted to do putting the book out there was to help as many people as I can. Yeah. You know, the, the best piece of advice I can give to anyone is if anyone ever comes to you about any sort of mental health issues, stop thinking of the right thing to say. Mm-hmm. Stop 
not listening and think, oh, what should I say? What sounds smart? What sounds good? What will get this person motivated? Just listen. Just be there, just as you are now with me, mm-hmm. and just be present. Yeah. And just listen. But as soon as I was real about who I was, and I just told the world, or my little corner of it, if you like, about mm-hmm. who I was, I found the best thing that could have ever happened to me. Yeah. And that only came as a result of me being me and mm-hmm. me being real. Like, you find that the right people will come into your lives and the, the things that you've been looking for your whole life will present themselves to you when you know what you did was right. Mm-hmm. I completely agree yeah. with that. And I think <laughs> I found that very much as well because... I think when you can read people well and when you're quite empathetic, you can quite easily mould yourself to be who other people want you to be. But that over time can become quite soul-destroying because it sort of disconnects you from your authentic self. But I think as you decide to heal yourself and embrace who you really are, that's so transformative Mm. and it's so liberating to be comfortable with who you are in your own skin. And I know with me now, I've had to go through lots of layers of that at different times of clearing and shifting and healing mm. because I'm a little bit odd to be honest not a little bit odd I'm, I'm quirky and I'm eccentric and I do all sorts of bizarre and random things you're unique That's yeah you're I'm like. unique <laughs> and do you know what I I really love myself for that I'm a really interesting character yeah. and I bring a lot of joy and happiness to the people around me and I help a lot of people but I had to accept myself to get to that point Absolutely. and as soon as I started accepting myself like you said, the right people came in. So some people had to fall away. Some yeah. people weren't resonated anymore because I'd been people-pleasing. I'd tried to be who they wanted me to be. Mm. So as soon as I stopped being that, they went. And yeah. I went through a grieving process with that. Mm. But what it did is it opened me up to make space for new people and new situations to come in. And I feel so blessed now because I am who I am. I've got the right people around me. Mm. And I love them to bits and they love me to bits and we just accept each other as we are and we do all sorts of funny things and strange things but have the most brilliant conversations Mm. but we're there for each other as well because we are real. We have those conversations and say what's really going on and it makes such a difference but it all starts from within. Absolutely. I think once you've kind of succumbed to who you are, what you're about and where you're going, Mm -hmm. you've got to know that you're only going to be as good as the five people around you. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing that quote. And at times you do have to kind of cut off those connections, you know. Sometimes you have that friend, you know they're no good for you, but you still <laughs> hang about anyway. Mm-hmm. But if you want to move past and you want this whole new lease for life and you want to accomplish what you've set yourself out to go on and achieve, you've got to, you've got to sacrifice part of yourselves. You've got, to, you've got to hurt to kind of move forward, if you like. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not always easy. There's people who I've cut out of my life because I know they're not good for me. And, yep. you know, I've I've explained to them, like, you, you're you not on the same level I am anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's difficult to have those conversations. Yeah. Because sometimes people, they just want to numb themselves the whole time from the pain. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I sympathise with them people massively. I really feel for them. And they're the people I want to help. Yeah. But I've got this friend, and all he wants to do is just numb himself the whole time. Mm-hmm. And he's the one person I really feel as I want to help at the minute, but he won't allow me to. Therefore, I've got to, I've got to help someone out. Yeah. Because unfortunately, there's so many people out there who need to be helped. But I think you're right. I think you've hit the nail on the <clears> head there. That 
you can't help somebody unless they are ready to be helped. And I know Absolutely. I've come across it and I have to be really careful as a therapist yes. that I don't end up therapising everybody I come across. Yeah. Because I talk to somebody, they say they've got an issue, they say they're struggling with something and instantly I go into problem solving mode. I know we can do this or mm. I can sort this or let me help you with this. Absolutely. And the people that want that help are really grateful for it. But not everybody is. Mm. And they're not ready. And I end up feeling deflated or frustrated. And they probably get a bit irritated with me because I'm trying to sort of ram something down their throat that they don't want to know just yet. So it's yeah. it's having that grace and that respect for other people where they are mm. that maybe they're not ready to go on that journey. And that's OK as well. Yeah, of course. And, and we just need to put our energy into those people and those situations where we can make a difference. Exactly. No, I completely agree. I mean, there were there were many conversations I had when I was in the pinnacle and, you know, almost frustrated me. These these people who had that love and zest for life, mm -hmm. like they're so happy. Like <laughs> my mum is the perfect example. Mm -hmm. she, she was so content with her life. She just she just kind of floated past without any sort of reason on what she was doing then all of a sudden she got to a point and she questions herself and she was like you know what I'm pretty great I am and <laughs> she just she just found herself and she was the best sort of inspiration I could have ever had mm -hmm. to kind of look upon each day like visually I saw so much change within her mm -hmm. like she I remember just walking with her and she'd say you know what should we skip should we just skip for the sake of it? Should we, should we just run around like little children again? And I'm thinking, thinking, Mum, you're like 50. And she's like, yeah, it's great though, isn't it? Like, why aren't we skipping? And like, she's always got a smile on her face. She's, she's one of them people who wants the absolute best for everyone. And mm -hmm. I think she's a big part of why I am how I am. Yeah. And you know, I, I remind her about that every single time I can. Mm -hmm. And again, it goes back to that thing where you've got to be grateful for absolutely everything you have. Yes. At every single point in your life like mm -hmm. it doesn't always make sense when you're going through it I remember thinking this doesn't make sense mm -hmm. this doesn't make sense but it will and yeah. it does and I'll, I don't regret a single day because mm -hmm. right now where I'm at now this is the most I've ever had before and I'm so happy with who I am and who I've met as a result from it and I wouldn't change nothing mm -hmm. and all I want to do is just bring more people in and just just keep building this kind of feeling that I've got now mm -hmm. and just spread it as much as I can. The thing is, it, it's kind of easy for people to feel low these days because you turn on your screens and it's always bad news. You know, this <laughs> has happened, this person's died, this has happened, you know. Mm. You need people who are just happy, who have so much love to give, who don't need nothing other than themselves to feel happy. Mm -hmm people who have just love for everyone and everything yes. who are so gratifying people like yourself mm -hmm. like people like yourself are the type of people who I want to see on my screen each and every yeah. day not people who are showing oh look at this car I've got look at this big house I've got this is who I'm with you know all of that people mm -hmm. who have nothing but can give everything my mum, mm -hmm. like, she has nothing, but she'll give you the world if she can yeah and she does like mm -hmm. she'll give you absolutely everything she can she doesn't have much to give, but she'll give you everything. Yeah. Like, she, I, don't, I don't say it enough to her, but I idolise her a lot. She's great, and I can, I can tell why you guys get on as well. Mm -hmm. And you're the kind of people I want to be around, and, you know, people like Jasmine as well. Like, she's unbelievable. That's and it, great. It, it's those type of people who you need in your life in order to move mm -hmm. forward. So just obviously to let the audience know, um, 
Ashley's partner, Jasmine, is sat with us here. She's <laughs> she's sitting nice and quietly. Um, you've, she's got, oh, I'm good. All right. I'm going to now try and start talking to you and you haven't got a mic on. So let me just go back to this conversation. <laughs> I think like your mum's amazing. Yeah. I think she's so inspirational and like your mum's in a band. She's so cool. Yeah. And she's so free thinking and she says exactly how she sees it. Yeah. And she doesn't care. And I just, I love being around your mum. She's just mm. great. She's so positive and optimistic. And yeah. I think what a great role model and example Absolutely. you've had in her to be there to sort of guide you along the way. Mm. But I think also what you were saying a moment ago is, like I say, when you were in that situation, it's really hard to make sense of it yeah. and to think, why am I here? And I think that's true. I think sometimes you need to have almost like a bird's eye perspective, almost like imagine yourself lifting out of the scenario mm. And looking at it from a bigger picture to notice how far you've come on your journey, yeah. the things you've learnt, to sort of almost free you up to think, okay, where can I move forwards to in the future? Mm. And it's really hard sometimes to do that. It's hard to see the wood from the trees because you just feel surrounded by those negative emotions. Mm. So obviously if you had somebody that was feeling like that, they just feel completely overwhelmed, they feel stuck, they don't understand why this is happening to them. What bits of advice or what suggestions might you give them to help them start to make their way forwards? If I knew someone was struggling, and obviously as a result of what I've done, I've had lots of people come to me for advice. First thing I say to those people is, do you want me to talk or do you want me to listen? Because you've got to realise everyone is different. Mm -hmm. Some people can talk for days, like myself, <laughs> or people just simply want to listen. Mm -hmm. um, but I would just be there for them. The main thing I would do is just let them know that I'm... I'm there for them, mm -hmm. not verbally, just be there with them. My, my full attention is on them. I'm not on my phone. I'm not, I'm not doing nothing other than just listening to them, mm -hmm. showing them that I, I care and I want to be there for them because yeah. I do. Mm -hmm. there's, there's people who want to say all the right things, but in truth it is hard because you never know what the right thing is to say. No. And again, it just goes back to that point. Just listen to the, what they're saying. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, just be genuine. Don't try to be someone who you're not. Yeah. And if you don't know what to say, learn from people who have been in similar situations like myself. Learn mm -hmm. from them, gain the knowledge that they've gained and use it to your advantage. Yeah. I think that's really important what you've said. It's about that being present with another Absolutely. person to help yeah. them. And also I think that was really valuable what you said of, do you want me to talk or do you want me to listen? Mm. And I think that's essential to find out what the person wants from you yeah. rather than automatically jumping in or finding solutions or issues. Sometimes people just need you to be there. Absolutely. I've, I've had friends that have been in awful positions and they've just wanted me to sit with them. They've mm. not even wanted to say anything. They've just needed me to be physically present. And that's been the thing that's then helped them to move forwards. Yeah, exactly. And I think I'm very lucky that I have got people in my life like that. Mm. And what would you say then to people that perhaps don't feel that they have got anyone to talk to or turn to? What can they do to help themselves? You've got a, if you don't, if you're not fortunate in the sense of you don't have the right people around you, take yourself away from that situation. That'd be the first piece of advice. Although it's not easy, just do what you can. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not always easy for people. And, you know, sometimes life hands out different. It's like a deck of cards, if you like. You do the best with the hand that you've got. Mm -hmm. Even if you've got a bad hand, sometimes you have to stay in there and you have to keep going. You have to do the absolute best with what you've got and mm -hmm. it can take you places. And sometimes at the end of the game, you come out the winner. You never yeah. know. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you'll never know if you give it a go. 
Yeah. And you've just got to stay in there. You've got to learn to love yourself first. Mm -hmm. You've got to take time to ground yourself. You've got to realise how blessed you are to kind of have everything you have right now. Mm -hmm. Although it might seem dim and dark, know that there's someone out there who's in the exact same position as you. They go on and find who that is and find the next person. Mm -hmm. People always look too far in the future. They see who they want to be, but they don't see how. And my advice to that person would be, do you see the next step? And if they yeah. say, yeah, then just take that. And that's it. Like Each little step adds up to massive transformation. Absolutely. And I think you've said some really key points there. So I think that attitude of gratitude is really important. Yes. Because when you start to see the positives in the world, and it might need to be forced to start, it might be, I'm grateful today because mm. I've got a bed sheet over me, or I'm grateful today because it's sunny outside so sometimes it can be the little things but the more you practice that the more it becomes a natural way of your thinking yeah. and then you start to become more grateful and then that allows you to feel more positive mm. I think you're absolutely right with the grounding I think we often end up so stuck in our own heads and our thoughts that we lose sight of the reality around us so by bringing ourselves back to the present moment and centering mm. ourselves it can make everything feel a lot calmer and a lot stiller exactly and then I think like you say that self-love is absolutely essential the more you can like yourself and accept yourself recognizing do you know what we all make mistakes mm. sometimes we mess up that's okay mm. that can be essential for our learning and our growth and sometimes by going through that we just recognize there's a different way yeah. there's not a right or wrong way there's perhaps something that is going to be more beneficial to us and others in the future mm. and as long as we're learning those mistakes are there to help us and so as soon as you acknowledge that, and as soon as you know you're not going to be perfect, you can only do your best in whatever given moment mm. based on the tools you've got, your life experience and knowledge you've had. Yeah. Then it frees you up to start liking and accepting yourself for who you are. And the more positive you can give yourself, the more you can recognise the positives within you, mm. the more you start to shift and transform within yourself. And I think that's really, really important, all of those points that you've made there. Absolutely. I mean, I remember having a lot of talks with my mum and you know at times she admitted openly and honestly she didn't know what to say mm -hmm. like it felt like we were having the same conversation all the time it was always the same problem you know I'd walk in she used to say how's the weather today oh, it's not good today you know and mm -hmm. it was just little little things like that and you know I, I used to hate it when she said the words to me you have to learn to love yourself first before anyone else can mm -hmm. because a big sort of issue I had is that I was because of what I'd been through, I felt like I'd missed out on a lot. Yeah. You know, I'd missed out on a lot of opportunities to meet new friends, you know, partners, mm -hmm. you know, so many different blessings. And I, I used to hate it when she said, you've got to learn to love yourself first. But I used to say to her, how? How do you do it? Yeah. And I gave that same piece of advice to someone the other day and they said the exact same thing. And I mm -hmm. remember laughing to myself because I said, I've been where you've been. Yeah. I remember saying that to someone. And again, it just goes back to the little things. My mum used to say to me, when you wake up tomorrow, say five things you love about yourself. Mm -hmm. Every time you look in the mirror, say, I love who I am. Yep. You've got to appreciate your, your differences. You've mm -hmm. got to appreciate the fact that you are different to everyone else. So in that sense, you're unique. Therefore, yep. you're going to go different places to everyone else. Mm -hmm. The truth is you can take yourself wherever you want to go. Yes. The question is whether you're willing to do it. Mm -hmm. And again, just take that first step and then take the next one and see where it goes. Yeah. My new saying is day one tomorrow, because mm -hmm. if, it's, if it's been difficult today, then try again tomorrow. Yeah. Start tomorrow, day one tomorrow, day after that, day one again.
Mm-hmm. You just got to keep going, keep going, keep grinding. And the thing is, people always give up after a week, you know, two weeks, a month. <laughs> I've not seen changes yet. It took me years to get to where I am, but mm-hmm. I stuck at it because I knew I wanted change and I knew I yeah. wanted to instigate change in my life and the ones around me. Mm-hmm. It's got to be consistent. You've got to find balance. You've got to remind yourself what you're trying to do. Yep. I think that's really important. Like you say you can always start again tomorrow. We all yeah. have bad days. We all have frustrations. We all have things don't go to plan. Yeah. And just because that's happened doesn't mean you can't carry on making progress. Mm. Sometimes you might take a few steps back, but then you might all of a sudden make a huge leap forwards. It's that keeping on going. Yeah, a setback is a setup for a comeback is what I read. That's good. I like that. Yeah. But I think that's really valuable, like you say, to just take it one step at a time. Mm. And to recognise it, you're going to need patience and mm. persistence, but you will get there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, going back to what you said, especially for the individuals who feel as though they don't have a lot, mm-hmm. sometimes it's easy to look past what you already have. You mm-hmm. know, it goes back to you don't know what you've got until it's gone. Mm-hmm. So you've kind of got to take a lot more of a kind of step back to kind of see you've got to piece together everything. Yeah. Everyone has got something mm-hmm. or someone. You know, it could be the tiniest little things, but I've always found it's the little things that make the biggest differences. Yeah. And and I think that comes back to what you were saying earlier about sort of the people around you. Yeah. And a big thing for the community I'm part of is the kindness. Yeah. And we all spend a lot of time giving those little acts of kindness, mm. but also noticing them. And if they're not around us, then we action that within ourselves. So we think, actually, what change do we want to see in the world? Mm. If it's not there, what can I do? to put that into place to help others yeah and i think that idea of going beyond yourself sometimes can be really beneficial as well when you're feeling really low or you're stuck and you Mm. feel like you're not progressing sometimes thinking okay how can i serve others or what can i do to be kind or generous or Mm. positive can be really beneficial because that attracts more of that into your life the more you're giving it out yeah But also it helps you to start feeling better. It releases all those nice positive hormones and chemicals in your system Mm. that allow you to then start feeling happier and better. So sometimes I think it can be starting for, okay, the world's rubbish. Everybody's this, that and the other. How do you want it to be instead? Yeah. And if you start to think about that, then you can put those things into place. You can be the change. Absolutely. At the end of the day, it's all about perception because what you have may be someone else's perception of a perfect life. Mm-hmm. that's always one thing I I kind of learned as well like I remember thinking to myself I wanted to give everything that I had to someone else I remember saying this to my mum I remember saying I wish I could give everything I've got to someone else because they'd do more with it she says she says well you can't it's yours you've got to do it so why don't you just do it and then I remember thinking yeah fair enough I yeah. can't argue I can't argue I've got to do the absolute best with what I have mm-hmm. and that's all I did if you if you look at the world through kind of this this sort of tint which Mm -hmm. isn't so great then just wake up tomorrow and just change it change your outcome on life it is as easy as that yeah you've got to appreciate the little things stop just expecting tomorrow to come because it isn't always coming you Mm -hmm. never know when each day is going to be your last so do absolutely everything you have the opportunity to do and do it with passion yeah And I think that's really positive because when you live like that, you're living for the moment and you're really enjoying it. Absolutely. And I think what you've said there is really important as well of this is a choice. Mm. And I don't think we're taught that, that yes, you might feel a certain way. Yes, you might have certain situations, 
but you can always choose at any given moment how you're mm. going to respond to them. And there always is choice. Sometimes all those choices might not seem very good, yeah. but you choose the one that causes the least pain or the least distress. Absolutely. And then that takes you to another and another until you can start to see some positives. Mm. But that's really empowering when you recognise you've got choice, yeah. that you can do something different if you want to, you can feel different if you want to, you can behave different if you want to. Mm. That gives you freedom and flexibility to do whatever you want and to become whoever you want to become. Absolutely. I always found that one thing I wanted to do was uh, I wanted to do one selfless act a day. Mm -hmm. And it could be as small as holding a door open for someone, you know, giving change to the homeless man that mm -hmm. you walk past each day on your way to work. Just something as small as that. Yeah. Or, you know, buying him a coffee instead so you know he's all right. Mm -hmm. You know, just, just the little things make the biggest differences. And you know, I did that for years. Yeah. And it's just become part of my natural routine. And mm -hmm. people probably thinking well yeah that's not a major difference yes it is you do that yeah. for a certain amount of time and you see what you get back from that mm -hmm. in the day if people show you respect you give respect back and i definitely believe it's the little interactions that people overlook massively i mean yeah. interactions such as this mm -hmm. you know i work in retail yeah so i see different people each and every day i see mm -hmm. so many different people walk in and out of that door and, you yeah. know, they're not always the same. They're different versions of themselves. But mm -hmm. I always try to be the best version of myself I can be yep. in that split two minutes, five minutes. Mm -hmm. I was serving someone the other day. And, you know, he was so kind to me. You know, he was, he was like, oh, I'm sorry about this. Sorry about this. And I said, hey, stop apologizing. There's no need to apologize. You're a lot nicer than most customers. And he yeah. was like, yeah, thank you for that. And he acknowledged that. So I did something for him in return. And, mm -hmm. you know, I could see the benefit of it had of on him yeah I remember when he left the store he had the biggest smile on his face and I know he's going to come back to and I'm going to see him again mm -hmm. and again it's about those little interactions those little five minutes a day saying hello to someone yeah. good morning making them a tea mm -hmm. whatever it's it's the tiniest little details that have the biggest impact and they really do they have a huge yeah. positive outcome and I think <laughs> Like you say, it comes back to you as well. And that's not the reason you do it. You do it just to make the world a better place. Yeah. But one of the examples I had was when, obviously, the COVID pandemic was going on. Mm. And I'd managed to avoid COVID for quite a long time. But then all of a sudden, just before Christmas, me and my husband got COVID. Yeah. And within an hour, it was unbelievable. Mm. I had that many people drop off stuff on our doorstep. So there was food parcels on the doorstep. There was all sorts of weird potions, <laughs> medicines. Um, healing drinks mm. vitamins all sorts of things and people just did that without me even asking yeah. and I had every single remedy possible going mm. and it was great and it allowed me just to sort of heal very quickly because not only did I have those resources there yeah but also knowing that I was cared about and that those people valued me enough to take time out of their day to travel to go and grab me those things and to help me that allowed real rapid healing to take place in my system absolutely so if we can all be doing that for each other, to help each other, to support each other, it doesn't have to be the big things. Like you say, it can mm. just be smiling or saying hello or Absolutely. let me hold that door open or pick up this for you. Mm. It starts to create a much more positive environment for us all to live in. And yeah. then we're all contributing to a better world. Absolutely. I mean, going to that example, what you've just said then, mm. it, help, it helps you kind of realise and value yourself that much more. Mm -hmm. And it's the world's way of showing you this is what you mean to someone. Yeah. And it's for that exact reason, I mean, no one knows how much they mean to anyone. Mm -hmm. So 
if you can't find the strength to live life for yourself, live it for someone else. Yeah. That was another quote that I used to live by. Mm-hmm. Especially going back to what my mum told me, in those months when I was developing the book, mm-hmm. I wasn't living for me, I was living for them. Like My goal was to do that, and you know, the, the feeling I had after I accomplished what I set out to do for so long, mm-hmm. that feeling is indescribable. I know there's a name for it, but I've forgotten. <laughs> Um, but I would advise anyone, set yourself a goal, not an easy goal as well, mm-hmm. a goal that you know will, will be challenging, you'll thank yourself for it. Yeah. Because a lot of people always say to me, you know, like, what's the quick and easy way you kind of got to where you are? And it's not about quick and easy at all. I mean, you've got to go through whatever it is that you're supposed mm. to go to to value yourself that much. Like yeah. People always look for the quick and easy route to get from this place to that place there is no quick easy route no it's an ongoing process isn't it that you go through but it's remembering that each step of that journey provides learning and growth and it's all bringing the different pieces together Mm. and when you appreciate that yeah it allows it to feel rather than like a marathon or a sprint or something that you're never going to make progress with Mm. it allows you just to enjoy each and every moment of it and know that there's going to be something developing that is bigger yeah you never know what's coming for you that's no. that's the thing and it always catches you out when you least expect it things mm-hmm. happen to you when you least expect it yeah you go looking for it you will not find it you stop looking you focus on yourself inside and out mm-hmm. it'll be on your doorstep just yeah. like all those things that were there for you mm-hmm. and it's in those times it, it definitely has physical benefits doesn't yeah. it like you said you were able to heal that much quicker mm-hmm. as a result of you know that you're great and it's the yeah. best feeling when you accept who you are mm-hmm. and you know, people people may look at my mum, for example, and think, she's so strange, I can't be her, why is she skipping? Why, why is she doing that? And I remember saying that to mum, she says, I feel sorry for the people who can't do that. Yeah. I feel sorry for the people who can't live life as a kid anymore. Because mm-hmm. we're always a kid. Yeah. Like, why would you not want to live like that again? Mm-hmm. And that's what I go to, like, seeing my children... I do a lot of fun things with them. I do a lot of daft things with them. But I don't want them to lose that creativity and that spark and that awe and wonder. And I've had to re-parent myself almost to get that back. Mm. And that took a long time. Yeah. But I'm at the point now where I can do silly childlike things whilst also being very responsible and capable. Mm. But I can just live life joyfully. And it's like when you came in, obviously, looking out my window, like I said to you, I see things like the rabbits hopping around. And I laugh and they produce such a big smile on my face and I just feel joyful and in the moment. Yeah. And it's that same awe and wonder that I had when I was young. Yeah. And I think the more you can free yourself up and the more you can be your authentic self mm. and also do fun things and allow yourself to be fun, it doesn't matter that you're an adult. Exactly. Then life's really good. Life's happy and positive and yeah. I think it's what we should all be working towards. I, I completely agree. I've, there's, a, there's a part in my book and I remember saying in it, I've, I used to see the world as one big playground, like the possibilities were endless. And somewhere along the line, those sort of thoughts were kind of dimmed down, they were pushed mm-hmm. down. Like I, I still believe to this day, the way kind of people are raised could be tweaked. You mm-hmm. know, there's, there's still a lot of different ways. I, I don't like the idea of having to go to school, college, <laughs> and then you're just left on the doorstep to go on and find you, your own future, you know. Mm-hmm. You speak to a kid in primary school or nursery school, I want to be a fireman, I want to be an astronaut. 
you know, I want to I wanna be a scientist, I want to do all these big aspirations. You know, somewhere along the line, they lose touch of that because... It gets squashed, doesn't it, by it society? It gets squashed, the beliefs get squashed, but the truth is, if, if you genuinely have a, have a belief like that, it's called the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. If you believe and you see yourself doing it, you can accomplish anything. Definitely. Even without your own mind's comprehension. Mm-hmm. Like, I, the worst piece of advice you can give anyone is be realistic. That is just someone who yeah. is not being realistic in their own life. And, and I hate that. And every time somebody's told me to be realistic or tone back my ideas, and, yeah. like, one of the big times was when I left my primary school career yeah. to become a therapist. Mm. So many people said to me, oh, you'll do it for a while, get this out of your system, and then go back to that regular job, go I back to that secure income, be realistic, <laughs> how are you going to achieve that? And I still get it occasionally now. And I just think, I'll show you I'll do it because I'm not putting your limitations on me. Absolutely. And as soon as you stop being limited by other people's mindset mm. and the restrictions they put on yourself, the world's your oyster and you can achieve anything you put your mind to. If someone can do it, then so can you. Absolutely. One of the harshest realities i found is that all the issues I ever encountered, I created. Mm-hmm. That's such a hard pill to swallow. <laughs> um, but once you realise that, you realise that Nothing is stopping you. Like, I feel so free now. Mm-hmm. Like, when I used to look in the mirror, I just saw right through myself. It was there. No one was even there. No one existed. Whereas I see someone now, and I like who I see, and I know that that person's growing. Mm-hmm. That person's going to go places. And it's that kind of thought I want to introduce into everyone else. You've got to realise how great you are, mm-hmm. how amazing you are, what possibilities there are. Like, the possibilities are honestly endless. Mm-hmm. You have to let those kind of aspirations that you have as a child not die out. Yeah. Don't let it be squashed by someone who hasn't reached their own potential because you never know what your own potential will be mm-hmm. unless, again, you go out and find out. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for coming and chatting to me today. I've thank loved you. it, and this hour has absolutely whizzed by. <laughs> so just before we go, would you just be able to... Say your name again, the name of your book, and where people can find it. Yeah, of course. My name is Ashley Clay. I'm an author of a book titled The War I Won, which is based on mental health, and you can find that on Amazon. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you ever so much for coming on. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. And thank you to our audience for listening today. (laughs) Whatever you do, I hope you're having a great time, and I shall speak to you again soon. Take care, and bye-bye for now. If you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you are interested in what we do, please go to my website, www.tranquil-awakenings.co.uk. As well as information on the therapies I offer, there is also links to my Past Life Regression Therapist Programme and my Professional Hypnotherapy Training Programmes. If you are looking for online training for self-development, please go to debbieison.thinkific.com and also remember to follow me on social media simply on facebook type in tranquil awakenings to find my business page and i'm also on instagram i love hearing from you please do send any comments or questions and if you have any ideas of what you would like me to talk about on future episodes please do send me a message